Hey, Patty. Hey, Dwight. Welcome to ex- episode six of the Dwight and Patty Show podcast. I'm still sick. I'm sorry. Me too. He is the wind. She is the wave. And together they make up the band. They call the wind and the wave. They're not related. They're best buds. They're BFFs for life. Hashtag BBIT dubs. It's the Dwight and Patty Show. The Dwight and Patty Show. It's the Dwight and Patty Show. It's Dwight and Patty. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. We're still here for some reason. And um, I'm still sick and I should be in bed. But uh, today is an awesome day, so I decided to come anyway. How are you doing, Patty? I'm all right. I'm all right. Yeah? I mean... I, f- I felt a little constipated yesterday, and today I feel like I need to go poop a lot. Uh, okay. Which is actually a good thing. I like to go poop. Okay. Well, that's a we've revealed some things that I'm not sure everyone wants to know about you, but everybody likes to poop. Yeah, I don't think everyone likes to picture you pooping, but it's possible, I guess. It's not my problem. Um. Thanks, you guys, for listening, and thanks for going to. Patreon and giving us money and stuff. We really appreciate it. We're we're surprised at the number of people this week and um we think it's really cool. It's awesome. Uh so we have some shout outs to give for the people that uh gave us money. And Patricia, you wanna do that? Yeah. You, read you know out? there's some names repeated on this list. Did you know that? Oh uh, well if there's a repeated one, just don't say it again. Okay. Or or say it twice because maybe they deserve it. All right. And there's three people that didn't want their names said, um, but we appreciate them. Did you know that one of the names you crossed off as not to read, there's a double of it, then you didn't cross off the other one? Wait, wait. (laughs) (laughs) It's fine. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did know that. I did know that. Okay. There's there's one. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm still right. So, So let me say thank you to some people real quick. Let me say thank you to... Mike Fern. Yeah, Mike Fern. Do we say last names too? Is that a thing? Yeah. Carla Cooper. Mm. Carla, way to go. Uh, Lonnie Trevino. Lonnie Trevino. You're Hispanic. There is no, there's no, it's not an Enya. There's not an N thing on the top of the N. Say it, I mean. Junior. Trevino. Eric Nagel. Eric Fatroso. Fatro- Carla Cooper again. Okay, Carla, you get thanked twice. Um, Jason Scully Clemens, Michael Albrecht, Chelsea Garcia, Stephen Sargent, Mike Fern again. It's it's pronounced Chelsea Garcia. Oh, okay. Um, Mar- uh, Michael Thompson, Sabrina Parks, Corey Phillips, Hannah Thier, Eric Fatroso again, and Lonnie Trevino Jr. Again. Again. All right. Well, so. some people get thanked twice. I do my best, you know. I'm just reading the list that you printed out. So <coughs> thank you, everybody. What I think happens is is if they're a member of, because they gave us money, they show up on all the tiers. So oh. sometimes it shows up on multiple lists. I don't know. I haven't perfected my, I'll have to get some advice from our guest today. We have a guest today. Sweet. 
Uh, our guest today is our old friend, Clint Wells. He is the co-host of Metal Up Your Podcast and the co-host of I'm Okay, You're Okay, I'm Not Okay, You're Not Okay. I love that one. Which is really difficult to say. And uh, I actually really like his other podcast, uh, the metal one, too. And I, I have yet I, to start start it, but I'm going to. I'm not sure you would like it, but maybe you would. Um, he is a touring artist. Um He's a songwriter. He is a dad. A dad. He is a heavy thinker. He is a survivor of abuse. He's funny. Hell of a dude. Um, he's toured with Rodney Atkins, Bob Schneider, Mindy Smith, Claire Dunn, Laura Bell Bundy, Matthew Mayfield, Jesse Balin, Griffin House, Sean McConnell, Escondido. The dude's done work with everybody. You know what I want to point out, though? He's got an eyebrow ring. He's got an eyebrow ring. You know, I don't want, and he's got a fancy jacket with lots of patches on it. Mm-hmm. But what I want to point out, though, is if you if you notice here, do you see this list, Patty? Yeah. Of all these artists that he has worked and mm-hmm. toured with, on the main page, this this band right here, oh, is not listed. Uh, so welcome, Clint. How are you doing, buddy? Hey, I'm great. Thanks for having me. I have a few. I just have, I've written down a few notes since this started. Okay, but wait, 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 I, wait, 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 wait. So why yeah. is the wind and the wave not listed on your main page as yeah. someone you've worked with? Because I they're, mean, they're pretty big. I know they're listed later. I did deep dive your website, but they're not listed on your main page, and I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of bummed about because he's not proud of it. Well, here's the deal. I've delineated the the front of my page as artists I've toured with, which I've never toured with you guys. And then the I have a section of records I've played on where you guys are prominently featured. Uh, well, I think your first page should have everyone you've worked with that you love, period. That you just love. That's my comment. Now, give me your comments on what I just did with our podcast. Since well, you've first made of notes. all... <laughs> First of all, I'm Wait, glad that I got critique? the. Mm-hmm. No, oh. no, no. It's just some thoughts because I, you know, I was beholding you guys just now. And uh, first of all, I'm glad I got the Dwight has polio episode. Like, I'm glad I got the yeah. Dwight's <laughs> Dwight's dying episode. That's actually like the last four episodes because it's been I've been sick for three weeks and I can't fucking shake it. So, dude, getting sick at our age is no fucking joke. Okay, first, fuck you with your R age stuff. How we're the same age. We're the same age to people. I'm oh, 35. Okay, I would agree with that, but that's only because you've been 50 since you were 19. Oh, if you're I, 35, I a, are you lumping me into this group too? Because I don't feel like. Yeah, we're lumping you in. You're an old, old lady. You? I'm not even 32 yet. That's uh, debatable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Anyone younger than me is super young, and anyone older than me is my age. Uh, you that's know what? The math I 100 percent agree with that. <laughs> That there is that math is that may that is the common core math that everyone should use to decide people's age. Older but than me, have, same age. Yeah, right. People have thought I was in my thirties since I was like twenty-two, and even the other day I was at a Metallica concert, and uh, they're getting older now. They're in their mid-fifties, and they made a whole point in the show about how old we are. And uh, the lady next to me was like, I really am old. She was like, I'm 50. I was like, hey, you look great. You're on the rail in Metallica show. You're doing fine. She was like, well, look at you. You too. What are you, 38? And I was like, Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Yeah, I mean, you, God you, damn it. You officially look your age, you basically. You a baby face, no, though. Dwight. No, Dwight. She thinks I'm three years older than me. I don't look my age. I always look older than me. Oh, uh, well, okay. So so you're aging poorly. Well, and Dwight always looks younger than he is, right. or seems younger than he is. 
at all times. So that's maybe why you guys are the same age. Well, let me ask you this before. Still, I want to hear your notes, but do you, is it just like me? Like, have you, how old's your daughter now? If you're allowed four. to say that for, okay. So you haven't started to deal <laughs> I hope with, I'm allowed to say well, I mean, I don't know. Some people don't want to talk about their kids, but I, do you, yeah. you haven't had to go to school yet or, or anything? Oh yeah. We're in school. Okay. Cause do you still get weirded out meeting teachers and stuff and people of authority? Yeah. I, yeah I feel like I don't be, I'm like, wait, I'm not mature enough to be in this stage of life. Yeah. I had to go talk to Evan's like, like registrar or something. And I was all like, yes, ma'am. Yes, yeah, I know, right. <laughs> like sorry, she's your teacher. I'll, yeah. I'll take the eyebrow ring out soon, I, I promise. I'm I, sorry. I was walking out of the house and Sarah was like, put a jacket on, because I must have just looked like a thug or something. Anyway. <laughs> no, I, I actually literally <laughs> went and bought I literally went and bought like 30 something looking clothes just for when I go to my kids' school just, shit. Just for parent teacher stuff. Like I bought like polo because you know I'm music. I'm a musician and a songwriter. I'm an artist. I don't have. I, I look like that too. By the yeah, way, yeah, always and so, dress for success. Yeah. Well, yeah, I'm show ready. Twenty. I heard that episode. Yes, but that's true though. I've I've noticed that about you. I mean, the only time I've never that I've seen you not show ready, and that includes in a tour bus. I mean, where you just wander out of bed, show ready. I don't know how that works, but I literally just now forgot that we toured together. I literally just now yeah, forgot that. So, so you mean you just now remembered? Yes, yeah, so shouldn't we be or on the fucking it. page? Okay. Anyway, gotcha. Um, uh, the only is when we were drunk in a hot tub together, and that's <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. But you we are, shared a lot. We you are lot. too, though. You're pretty show ready all the time too, unless you're next to a pool in a pair of shorts. Well, that's party Dwight. Yeah, and party Dwight's a whole different guy. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, give us your notes, Clint. Well, the rest aren't that great, but I was just I was fascinated that you actually play your intro music during the show. Oh yeah, I, I we time our episodes for 30 minutes, right? So if our conversation goes longer, you'll have to hear it again. All right, well then let me move on. The last note, uh, I was going to make a note about Patty pooping, but whatever, that is what it is. And uh, <laughs> I would like to my, hear your note on Patty pooping. The note was just Patty talked about pooping. Wow. That was just the note. <laughs> but um <laughs> Just because you can never scrub this off the internet forever, no. it's done. This no. is your super fuck. Um, but uh, I like that you told that patron that he was Spanish. Uh, that was I literally laughed out loud when you did that. <laughs> you you, you, you tried to pronounce his name, and then you maybe didn't land it or something, and then you said you're Spanish. Well, was, by way of explanation, no, it was amazing. He's talking to me, I was saying, Patricia. <laughs> oh, Patricia has a Mexican passport. I'm his. Here's what it sounded like. Here's what it sounded like to all your listeners. You're like Lonnie Trevonio. You're Spanish. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not it. It's that Patricia actually is Hispanic. I know that with gotcha. a Mexican passport and said Lonnie Trevino. Okay, if you look at this fucking piece of paper, there's no Enya in his name. If there had been an Enya in the name, I would have. Pre- you are Hispanic and grew up in San Antonio. Trevino is a name you I have that. heard that, your that whole That only applies life. to the Enya. Oh, my God. Anywho. Well, I'm, I'm delighted to hear you guys are getting so many patrons, and it's really fun to hear you guys learn how to do a podcast together. Yeah, so we love both your podcasts. It was one of the reasons that I started to think about doing it, because um, I think— I mean, I don't know if you'd agree with this, Clint. I think in a lot of ways you and I are very similar. In a lot of ways we're very different. But 
Um, it's true for almost everybody. It's true for everything. <laughs> well, I don't think that that's necessarily true. There are a lot of people that I'm just totally different from. I think we definitely have points where we divert philosophically, but I think mostly we're alike, and I think that's why we're friends and work together so well. Agreed. Um, so when I heard your your and really the Bob one was the one I heard first, mm-hmm. um, and I've I've been listening to that podcast for seven years, right? Totally. Um, but because I've listened to it in the studio, I've heard some conversations between you guys that should never be aired. And mm-hmm. I've heard some conversations that I thought, man, I wish I had recorded that because they were so uh, incis- insightful. Is that the word? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, I'm really enjoying that podcast. I think it's um, – I think you found your footing now, too. I finally feel yeah. like you guys have kind of found your footing in it. I like the juxtaposition between absolute ridiculousness and, like, some serious depth. Yeah, I don't think we were planning on it being as serious as it's turning out to be. It's less fun. It's getting less funny, but more interesting to me. Yeah, I agree but, with that. But that's good, I think. I do too. And I, I think we're in a, I think me, me and Bob are in a good spot in our friendship to do something like that. Like, I don't think it would have been good for us to do this a few years ago when we were working a lot together. And now we basically don't work as much together. So it's, we've kind of like solidified our friendship through years. Well, now years you're just career. friends. You're not employee buds, you're boss right. thing. Right. Right, which I never really felt that way with him, but but it is sim- I can imagine it's similar to how you feel with him. Where I do feel like I'm producing it a little bit, like I'm having to wrangle him a little bit. Oh, like no part doubt. of it's letting him go because that's the fun flavor of him, and he's such an interesting person and such a sweet person too. Most people don't know that about him, and I try to like let that come out. But sometimes he got he'll talk about the fucking Bachelor for t- the whole episode, and I'm like, all right, dude, <laughs> let's let's be done with that part now. Yeah, I. I- I actually enjoyed that because it was so odd how much he was into it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was so odd that uh, that I enjoyed that part of your episode. And everyone who's listening, y'all should go check that podcast out. It's great. But uh, the one thing I was – I find it interesting that you, in a way, you don't mind being funny if it feels organic. But Bob also likes to do kind of scripted almost, like let's do our bit on – you know, or something that we used to do or our voices that we do. And you always, part of what's so funny about that to me is you go, no, yeah. no, we're, we're moving on from no. that now, which is also what you used to do on stage when he would try to do that. And you would go, no. And then you end up doing it. Like your no does not necessarily mean no. Well, I'm, I mean, look, at the end of the day, I'm a team player. Okay. I want everyone to have a good time. If I was a bartender, I'd put a little extra booze in all the cups. Okay. That's, that's me at the end of the day when I'm drunk, I want to buy everyone on the planet a pizza, okay? On the so, bus, on the bus, you are the DJ in the front lounge. Yeah, yeah. I'm never like I'll have. You guys have probably seen this. If I'm gone for more than ten days, I'll have one day. It's usually just one where I'm basically the, the Satan, where I've just it's over. I've hit the wall. I'm insane. I need to be alone. But it's usually just one of those days. I'm mostly the guy that just wants to. If I'm going to be away from my family, I want to have a good time. Yeah, I mean, so Patri- I tried. I Patricia, try to go has, along with Patricia has those days too, for sure on tour, as you've probably seen. I uh, yeah. Both of you, when you're in those moods, look sideways. You don't look at people. You look sideways at people. I find it's best to let to advertise when you're when you're turning into just the demon. So know. it's just 
It's just all black, Sun, black hoodie, sunglasses. black sun, sunglasses in the bus, earbuds in, even if no music's coming through yeah. them, which there usually is not. It's just all a signal. That's also my it, that's also my Uber routine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, totally. By the way, you know what I thought would be a great feature in Uber is you know how it says like press this button and show a color or whatever for your driver. I think right beneath that it should say, "Do you want to talk to your driver?" Right. And and you should be able to go no. Right, I agree. Or I'm working, or you know what I mean. So there's there's not this uncomfortable like, oh yeah, that's funny, haha. Where you just kind of like say, you know what I'm talking about? Where you're just like, they go, uh, well, you know, uh, my daughter went to Ohio State, and you're like, oh, okay, great. Wouldn't it be great no. if you could just wear that message like on your head or something, like wherever Flashing. you go, like the, for the cashier, like nope, don't. I nope. I am so in tune with that like idea. Like your bug that guy. I, yeah, well, the bug guy, we, we had a lot of problems. <laughs> yeah, but I'll, nope. I'll get it in Uber, and literally, I will take a fake phone call. So you have faked a phone call, in, including conversation, to not yeah. conversate. Well, here's the deal. Okay, here's wait, wait. I, want, I want you to go ahead and do that right now. Take a okay, phone call, you... fake. Man, come on, man. I'm not an actor. But I want to hear, like, I'm your Uber. Okay, I'm the Uber driver. Hey, Clint. Uh, I mean, hey, sir. Um, how's your day been going? Have you gotten to take in any of the sites in town recently? Have you, okay, have you so seen that? I completely ignore all that. I don't even acknowledge that. And I just have the phone in my ear and I go, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. What time? <laughs> what time, though? I ask what time about 10 times. That's a good one. <laughs> and then you say a lot of yeah, 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 and no, 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 yeah, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. You, you can, if you yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah. This uh-huh. is more, it's more of a tell, but you can do the uh, buy, sell, buy, sell. No, no, no. <laughs> buy low, sell high. Do you buy, think no. that when an Uber driver sees you saying buy, sell, he goes, what the <laughs> fuck? I don't really look like uh, a Wall Street guy, so... I just say what time a lot. and Because you can say what time or you can say, no, no, I don't understand that. And then you can imagine that someone's giving you a long explanation. Then you're, you have some nice serenity. But you have to hold the phone to your face, though. <laughs> oh, I want to see that sometime. I want, now, I, now I have to. When I'm, in, when I'm in Nashville in March, you and I are going to ride an Uber together. <laughs> and we're both going to take separate phone calls. Why are you going it to does, Nashville? It, I'm making a record. You're making it in Nashville? I am. Oh, um, so I think Clint wrote one of the songs on it too. Is that true, Clint? Yes, I did. I'm excited. <clears throat> Badass. So let's talk, let's, that, that's a nice segue into what our yeah, podcast you. technically is about, which is creativity. It's really just a bunch of bullshit, but, um, <laughs> do you write every day, Clint? I write every day that I, I yeah. I, so I basically, so I'm the music director for a country artist named Rodney Atkins, we tour Thursday through Sunday. Oh, you're the MD now? Congrats, yeah. man. I didn't know that. Yeah, as of like maybe four or five months ago. So that's been fun. And uh, so country touring is kind of family oriented. We all have families and we're, you know, we're all 35 slash 100 now. So we tour, we get on the bus Thursday night. We're home Sunday uh, for lunch. And then Monday through Thursday, I write. So I have a publishing deal with Rough Trade Publishing. It's not that big a deal. It's It's nice to have and... So I'm writing, my publishing deal is also a sync deal. So I'm writing every day either for film and TV or for ambient, um, like a stock of jingles, or I'm writing for country pitch, or I'm writing for independent artists. I uh, 
when I was shopping, I've I've had a bunch of publishing deals in my day, and um, when I signed my second deal with Sony, mm-hmm. uh, I went and met the Rough Trade guys in New York. I, I didn't even know they had a Nashville. They maybe they didn't at the time. And they I, didn't, and I really liked them. I really liked that company. I just Rough took, Trade is I just took cool, the check because yeah. I'm a greedy piece of shit, but. Um, I re- as a company, I really enjoyed them. They're cool, and they they're they're trying to get into the Nashville country thing. And so when I was looking, when I was basically meeting people to get my first deal, the thing that I'm trying to offer them is I also have a studio here in Nashville, and I'm also a producer. So, and I can write, or at least I I pitch myself as being able to write anything from pop to country to quirky indie shit for TV or whatever. Sure. So I try to I pitch myself as basically like. I can do whatever you need me to do. I need you to open doors, get me in different rooms, yeah, get different rights. artists. Get me rights. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I, it's cool. They kind of stay, they, they dig that. They heard my work. They liked it. And now they kind of, other than opening doors for me, they stay out of my way, which is awesome. Yeah. And I think you're a good fit for them because you're, you know, a rock and roll soldier and, you know, playing country licks. <laughs> yeah. But I think that that, you know, I think that's the type of people they need over there. You know, they need guys that come from outside the traditional Nashville guy. Um, I think that I, I that'll, totally that'll, agree. that'll suit them well if they continue to sign that type of writer. I think the weirder, the better. I, I think if you if some trend is happening and you're chasing that trend, I don't know. That just doesn't really work because what's going to... If What's really going to be the next thing is going to be something left of center of yeah, that. Yeah, if you're chasing a trend, you're way behind. Exactly, because well, it takes so. But Nashville, it's just but Nashville's famous for that. I mean, right? You know, the thing, the thing about Nashville to me is it's 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 kind of fascinating. It's like you'll see a um, who's the Tennessee whiskey guy or whatever, Chris Stapleton. Yeah, you'll see a Stapleton, or you'll see a, a Sturgill, or you'll see a. Even a you know Casey Musgraves jump mm-hmm. out doing something left of what's you know generally considered pop country radio, and uh, they do so well. Yeah. And then, but and then, you would think that that would be some like sort of battle cry for Nashville. Like, okay, look, we can do what we want. We can just write great songs. And people will like them if they're performed by great artists. But that's not what happens there, is it? Well, the yeah, I mean, all the commercial shit, first of all, even though the cool stuff is a hit and wins Grammys, the commercial stuff still is making a ton of money for people. So yeah, yeah. they're not going to stop doing that. It's a huge industry. Plus, it's really the oversaturation of that kind of stupider shit. And I say that fairly lovingly because I write. I'm spending time trying to write it too. But oh, we kinda, we, all, kinda, we all play the game. I mean, right? The kind of dumber shit that you that are selling out stadiums, uh, that creates the need for what's cool about Jason Isbell or Sturgill or Chris Stapleton. So the, they kind of juxtaposition is what makes it it work. Yeah, I think I think when you get it's like get a breath of fresh air, and you're mm-hmm. like, holy shit, a great song with a great lyric and thoughtful production. Where's this been? You know. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, what you start? You're a guitar player mainly, right? Yeah. When did oh you, yeah? When did you first pick up a guitar? 
Uh, I first picked up a guitar when I was 12 because my best friend had gotten one six months earlier and he literally quit hanging out with me because he fell in love with the guitar and I got one just so he would keep hanging out with me. Aww. That's cute. And that was in Birmingham? Yeah, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. Um, when did you, did you instantly take to it or that was just someone to hang with this guy and you just kind of fucked around on it or was it love at first sight or... Uh, I always loved music, so it made a lot of sense to start to be able to like have one tactile in my hands and start to like shittily strum chords. But I was lucky that he was about six months ahead of me and that he was so good. And I looked up to him because I basically immediately had a teacher. And he, because he was more of a lead guy, he'd want to get me up to speed on rhythm so he could, you know, so he could solo forever. Sure. So it'd be like, you need to learn these Pearl Jam chords real quick. And then it was almost like I had to, to like keep up to be cool, you know? And uh, but I do remember on my own, kind of moving away from him a little bit. When I would like listening, listen to Dark Side of the Moon, and then I would like play an E minor, and it sounded like that. That was a big like gears clicking into place. Like this sounds like that. Like I can do that. You don't have to be an alien, you know. Were Were you into that music at twelve? Like what? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, big time. I was a bit, I, I've always been kind of a, a culture vulture. And, but when I was like in middle school and high school, I was way into 70s, like psychedelic rock and classic rock. Kiss, obviously, because of what you have tons of kiss paraphernalia, I'm assuming, <laughs> was a giant yeah. one for you. That was my first concert. So just the die was cast for sure. Like seeing, when you see kiss, what era was that? Old, this was their reunion tour in 97. With and, makeup. Uh, with makeup, all four original members, a sold-out arena, and they were basically doing the Love Gun stuff from 77. So it was 20 years later. Oh, man. And it's just, if you saw that when you were 12 and maybe you had a guitar in your bedroom, it's just fucking over for you, dude. So, I mean, over. I, I had that question. Is is that the moment you said, that's what I'm going to do forever? Did you have? Do you have a memory of that exact moment? No, I mean, no, it's... It's like most things. It, it's hard to find one day where that happened. But just slowly as everything moved forward, I got a little better at guitar, started getting attention from the ladies, which is no joke. That was definitely part of it. And then you put a band together, and that feels good. And then people actually like it, and that feels good. And is before that you part know of it, it for, for every dude playing every music? Di- every dude. I think, you're, I think you're lying if you say it's not. Yeah. That's <laughs> my personal opinion. Every dude. It's, 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 it's like primitive shit. It's like it's biology. You know, a lot of... A lot of men are unattractive and not funny and can't make a lot of money. It's just part of it. It's part of life. So for me, being able to like have a personality that's interesting or endearing, being able to talk to somebody, and then be, like if, if I had a guitar in my hands, I knew I was going to be okay in the mating department. That's just how I felt when I was a kid. Like, uh, because I was kind of a, a misfit and kind of a strange kid and – Still am in a lot of ways, just a strange man. But the guitar has really socially and spiritually helped me in all sorts of relationships, and including romantic ones. Uh, you know, I, I uh, was it was when I was in a band in the sixth grade. Uh, is when I played my first gig, which was at a sixth grade girls' party. Love it. And the birthday girl took me in the hallway after we played the two songs we knew, which were both NXS songs, by the way. Which ones? Devil Inside? Uh, no, this would have been before this. This would have, this would have been Listen Like Thieves. 
Oh, man. <laughs> and uh, oh, I can't remember the other one. I'll have to get back to you on that. But she give you a kiss? Mate. Uh, yeah. So she gave, she, she put her lips on me in the hallway and I went, okay. Yeah. This, I have, <laughs> that was your moment. Uh, this thing, I have, this thing uh, is great. I, I have two of those. Number one, I took my guitar to school once. I don't remember why or how or how they let me, but I had a little amp and a guitar and I was playing Thunderstruck by ACDC and I didn't like kiss the girl or anything, but the girl that I liked a lot for like eight years straight looked at me differently and nothing ever happened with her, but the, she looked at me differently that day. And I was like, Ooh, the next thing is I called a girl on the phone, looked her number up in the phone book and I played her glycerine over the phone. Oh, oh yes. My God. But check it out. Didn't sing it. Just play, just, just played the bar chords okay. and played the whole song for three minutes. Oh yes. And we didn't talk at school. I literally said, Hey, it's Clint from school. I don't know if you know me, but it's me from school. That's and I wanted to play you. I know. And I like, I've said it before, but like I miss that guy. I miss that dude. Yeah, but I mean, yeah, you're kind of that dude still, though. You're pretty ballsy, especially a beer or two in. Um, so let's we're running up against our 30 minute time thing, which we stick to. So I want to say we'll put a pin in it. Well, I want to actually get into your actual creative process. If you can stick around for one more for us. Yeah, of course. Okay. So, guys, email us at the Dwight and Patty Show at gmail.com. Any questions you have that, want, that you want to drive the uh, conversation with? Follow us on Instagram at the Dwight and Patty Show. It's run by Dwight, so it's not very so good. So it's terrible. And, but there's a link there. Yeah. And also uh, review us on iTunes because we've gotten like 40 really nice reviews and we really appreciate that stuff and it makes us feel good and like we're doing something that that people actually want to listen to. So we'll pick up our conversation with Clint next. It's the Dwight and Patty Show. The Dwight and Patty Show. It's the Dwight and Patty Show.